Welcome and thank you for plugging into the No Permission Needed podcast. I'm your host, Ozeal, creative marketing and mindset coach. And our mission is to empower your entrepreneurial journey every week with candid conversations that will provide you with insights, strategies, and all the permission you need to make it happen today. And now, let's get into today's episode. Boom. What is going on, everybody? This is your host of No Permission Needed, Ozeal. You are plugged in to episode 133. How you doing? How's everything going, my friend? I know it's been a minute. I've been, I've been doing some solo shows lately, so uh, it's good to be behind the mic and, and having these wonderful conversations with, with entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and just people that are just doing some remarkable things in this life. And again, this, this podcast is, is to empower you, right? To empower um, the new you, a new lifestyle, the lifestyle that you desire. And we're living in this beautiful economy now where you can take an idea and turn it into a business. And that's what I tried to bring out uh, with our guest on No Permission Needed. Uh, so I'm really excited to just kind of jump into the conversation today. Uh, again, I love doing the solo shows, but nothing beats the satisfaction I get from great conversations. Uh, and today's guest, uh, she's going to deliver because she is on a mission to empower women from all over the world with fashion. Uh, which is something I'm really passionate about. Uh, she's teamed up with a fashion company called LuLaRoe, and uh, she's been doing it. She is a, a straight-up mompreneur, which she is the first mompreneur uh, that I've had on the podcast. So I'm excited to, to to open up the curtains, guys, and introduce the one and only uh, from AlexaFryler.com, Miss Alexa. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Hi, everyone. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Love it. See, I, I love your energy. Uh, I'm having, I, I think I told you this morning before we press record, my day has been a little crazy, my morning, but it's all good because, Alexa, whenever I plug into the mic, and I know how it is when you get in your zone, uh, it's like showtime and you're just back in your happy zone. So that's how I'm feeling right now, girl. Are you and I connecting? We're about to have this conversation. Uh, so I, I'm good. I'm, I'm calm. Crazy morning. We're plugged in, and I'm ready to to give our listeners uh, an awesome conversation. So before we dig into what you're doing as a mompreneur, um, let, let's scale back a little bit. You know, what was life growing up as a teenager, and 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 how did that influence the work that you're doing today? You know, that's such a good question. Um, life as a teenager, I would say, was hectic. I was always on the go. I was mm -hmm. involved in um, I ran track. I was a cheerleader. I had two sisters. We're all one year apart. So you can imagine three girls under uh -oh. one roof. <laughs> that was yeah. fun. Um, but you know, yeah, you know what? I, I was always involved in things and meeting new people. Um, I changed schools when I was in fifth grade. And I think that really helped shape me into the person I am today. Um, kind of bringing me to like all different walks of life and, and what I do right now, I, I deal with so many different types of women and just being able to um, feel where they're at and who they are is just really, really awesome. So, yeah, crazy teenage years to more of a, um, I wouldn't say crazy now, more fun, relaxed, but just open to the world and open to all these different people that I've been able to meet along the way. Where did your love for fashion come from? Oh my gosh, I've always loved fashion. Yeah. Um, I would say 
Were you, were you a fashionable teenager? What, what was the yes. style back then? What were you yes. wearing? Oh, then? gosh. Um, I guess the first thing I can remember is maybe bell bottom jeans. They are not, (laughs) they Uh are not in style right now, but, um, (laughs) I still have a couple pairs in my closet, which I was cleaning out the other day and I found them and I laughed, but yeah, uh, bell bottom jeans and, and the little like crop tees. I remember when I was first a teenager, my mom and my dad would just roll their eyes, but, um, I guess those crop tees are kind of coming, making their way back in style now. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah. So you transitioned. So, okay. So you go in and, what are you doing after after high school? What is what is that that lifestyle looking like? Did, did you go to college? Um, did you work a corporate gig? So I did go to college. I went to uh, Bloomsburg University okay. in Pennsylvania. I went for a full year, um, and then at, it was when I was nineteen. It was the summer I was supposed to be going back to school, um, and my dad he comes from he's an entrepreneur himself. He owned a mortgage company and then ended up opening a title insurance company. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to start a new company with him, which was that the title insurance business. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I had helped him out the summers when I was like 16 and we ended up doing that. Um, so I stayed home and I transferred to Penn state Lehigh Valley. Um, and I stayed in college for one more year. So I did not finish college and for 11 years, I actually worked um, right under my dad's wing, and I ended up running the company and doing that for a long time. And um, that's kind of what yeah. led me to where I am now. Yeah. So I came from, I guess, the corporate world, you could say. Yeah. yeah. Well, probably like the best education you can ever get, right? <laughs> You're working totally. for dad, an entrepreneur, really getting, uh, I'm sure, a lot more than you probably got out of college. Do you agree? Yes. A- yeah. Amen. Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. So... <laughs> Let's fast forward because back in 2017, you know, you embarked on this new journey in, in building a community of women through through fashion and personal development, which is something I'm super passionate about as well. Uh, what inspired that vision? You know, I don't even think I had that vision going into this, which I think is so cool. I always wanted to work on my own and be an entrepreneur and make my own hours, but I mm-hmm. really never thought it was possible. Um, I thought I'd be kind of I don't want to say stuck, but just in that same routine and that I would retire being um, someone who ran a title insurance business. And one day my husband said to me, I was buying all of these leggings because if you don't know the road, that's kind of what they were known for. Um, not since evolved, but I was buying these leggings online and my husband's like, hey, you could do what this lady is doing. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Um, but fast forward a couple months and I signed up and Um, I got a little taste of creating something that was my own and like exactly like you said, through fashion, connecting with these people. Um, And that was it'll be two years in January and I have never looked back. It's been amazing. It's been fun and um, something of my own that I'm really passionate about. And I think if you have passion behind something that can really, really drive you. I love fashion and I love people. Like I said, I was always that person in high school, like chatting with the person next to me. I was friends with all different groups. Um, and I think that that really just all of those things kind of led me right to where I am. Right. 
and it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, isn't it? Like so, when it kind of yes. everything converges to that sweet spot where it, you're combining all the things that you enjoy. Like you mentioned, you always enjoy fashion, you yep. enjoy connecting with people, and of mm-hmm. course, personal development and, and bridging the gap between both and and using your passion uh, to to do something that that could help other people um, with with the things that you love, that you're passionate about. I, I think it's just really cool when you find that sweet spot. I know when I coach people, I always uh-huh. try to find out the things that lights them up, you know. Find the thing that lights you up and, of course, find that that intersection where you can kind of turn it into a business. And, uh, you know, there's there's always opportunity there, especially when you, when you get that sweet spot between, again, passion and business opportunities. So it seems like you did that uh, with your journey. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about whenever you started, you barked on this new journey. You were, were you already a mom? You said you were, you're, how many, how many kids do you have? Yeah, I have two boys, uh, oh, okay. three and eight. Okay. The, yes. How old were they whenever you decided to, to jump on this new project? So, um, almost two and I believe almost six is oh, how wow. old they were. Okay. Yeah. So that's some prime time where they really require mama time, right? Yes. So yeah. let's dig into that, Alexa. Okay, how how did it. you manage like the beginning? What did the early stages look like? You know, being a mom, having a two year old, and uh, you know how how did that look like uh, managing your time? Because that seems to to be a task for a lot of daddy and, and mompreneurs out there. Yeah, you know, and I actually still had my full time job. I should actually say that when I started losing a full time job, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was. It was about sacrificing maybe a little bit of sleep for myself, um, Mm -hmm. but really reaching out to the people around me, like my husband, and saying, hey, you know, can you step in and do this? But I knew in my heart I was on the right path. Um, And I always say, so it my business grew super organically, and I love, love, love that about it. There was, you know, I had no blog following, nothing. It was just me with a passion and a drive, um, which it does take that to be an entrepreneur. You have to really be serious and it takes some legwork, but uh, reaching out to the people around you to help support you, lift you up on those bad days, but really just managing my time, finding a schedule that worked for me um, and just staying consistent. I always say uh, to my little team that I have, consistency is so key. Um, and being an entrepreneur, and that is meaning, you know, just giving yourself like a time and a place to be and sticking with it and never stop looking right. for new opportunities. Yeah. So what did it like your, as far as daily tasks, obviously mm-hmm. I'm sure it changed, but, you know, what were the things that you were focused on? Were you focused on creating content, building a platform? Uh, just were you doing a lot of just client outreach? What were you doing in the beginning uh, to really build your business? In the beginning, yeah, I did really focus on creating that platform. I also was, my husband was helping me create content behind the scenes. Um, I think content is a huge thing. Social media is amazing. I don't think a lot of us could do what we do without social media these days. So creating content, reaching out to my customers was a really big thing. Um, one-on-one outreach. I know it sounds like a lot of work and it was, but it built these really strong relationships with people that have been there uh, from the beginning. So yeah, creating content, making sure I'm live, not just doing what I do, selling, just connecting with people, uh, finding the next best avenue, like Facebook ads was a huge thing for me, huge, huge thing for me and growing my group and then just giving them organic, raw 
content about me um, to help them connect the pieces kind of, and then they stick around if they like you. So just giving them content and um, making sure that you do that daily is really important. It was important for my growth, I would say. When it comes to, uh, you know, building your audience, one of the things that I've noticed about you and you and I were, were talking about this before we press record is, I mean, your girl, you're crushing it when it comes to Facebook Live. And I was checking out your Facebook. And by the way, guys, if you guys go to uh, alexafryler.com, uh, right, Alexa? Uh, yes. they can It leads them to their Facebook page, your Facebook page, where you can, I mean, you do a lot of, like, Facebook Live um, shows. I mean, you really, you're really crushing it. I've, I've never seen, like, a business page that is filled with such entertaining Facebook Live uh, Thank <laughs> uh, streams. You. Yeah, you do, you do it well. Um, you. you know, how, how's that experience been, you know, doing the live stream and, and the engagement you, you've gotten from that? Let's it's, talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's been pretty awesome. I would say in the beginning, it was a little bit scary for me. Um, I didn't love being behind a camera, but now it's like, just like you said, when you get behind the microphone, it's like you're in, in mm. your element. That's exactly how I feel. And the most incredible thing about it is that especially Facebook Live, it is so, so huge. You can touch so many people from um, being in your own home. Like you can pop your, your phone on if you have a phone and go live and be in your own home and just reach out to all these people. But it's also been super, um, I don't, it's just been really powerful for our business because it would be like, you know, I could have a show in my own home, invite 10 people over and they could see the awesome things I have. Or I could grow my audience like we talked about and hit live now and touch hundreds of people at one time. So it's been so awesome, so powerful. And it's like it is. It's like a little TV show. My husband helps me full time now. So you'll hear him in the background and we do it together. And it's so What's up, Bobby? fun and rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's the one I think they show up for. Yeah. Um, he's pretty fun. But it's it's cool. It's really, really Amazing, and I often wake up in the morning and think, "Gosh, like two years ago, this wasn't even a glimmer in my my mind, and now here we are, full blown, having our own business right out, out of our own home, and it's just pretty powerful." So, just to put context for our listeners, Alexa, you know, Lularoe is is a wholesaler, right? That that's the the company, and then you um, you basically. I mean, you, you pull from their fashion, correct? And then you, you promote and, and do you pick like what you want or how does that work as far as the, the business and what you do? Yeah. So we, I am an independent fashion retailer. LuLaRoe okay. is my wholesaler. Um, but we, we are under their guidelines, which if you are a play by the rules kind of person, you have no problem with it. So I fit mm -hmm. right in. Um, but the cool thing about LuLaRoe that's just kept me really going and, and really, really enjoying it is that I don't get to pick what I order as far as prints or solids go. I get to pick style and size and that's it. And oh, okay. when I get my box, I open it up and it's like Christmas morning. And I think when uh, my, my viewers get to see that as well, they're like, oh, my mm. goodness. Um, they make a limited amount of prints in each style and size, so it's pretty fun. Um, when you're wearing something, usually you're not going to see someone else wearing that. So it's cool yeah. like that. Yeah. One of the things that I love what you're doing uh, with the business is that you're leveraging your personal brand. You're infusing it with the fashion, and I think that's where I think you stand out 
Whereas I think if somebody was just, which a lot of people do on Shopify or they're trying to just sell anything, right? Let's say just fashion. Uh, they just put the clothing <laughs> online and pictures of clothing and then like a link. But what you're doing that's so fun. And again, guys, you, you guys have to check her out is that, you know, Alexa, you know, you, you put the clothes on, you get in front of the camera. It seems like there's some shots that I'm looking at where you are, you're actually at a store. Are you, this is not your house, is it? Or, or, or do you have it all decked out like this? It's pretty cool. It is your home. That is my home. And that's all my inventory nice. that I own. Um, okay. Yeah. So we do that's it right cool. at, in our own home. We walk down into our basement and we put the lights on and the camera and we're done. Um, we're ready to rock. So it is our own home. Yeah. Gotcha. So again, uh, you know, you leverage your personal brand. You're, you're trying on the clothes. You know, it's, it's really your, you're really, I mean, you have a super engaged community. Um, you know, did you go into this uh, saying to yourself, okay, I really got to build a personal brand if I really want to be successful at this? Or is that something that, that later on you just like you had an aha moment where I was like, okay, I, I, I got to do this? <laughs> I actually <laughs> How, love that. Come about? that I, I love that question. I, it did not, it was not in the very beginning. I wish I had someone um, that was telling me, you need to be branding yourself. I think it was an aha moment. Um, and it was when my sales started to increase and I couldn't figure out, uh, why I was and other people weren't. And I felt like we were kind of doing the same thing. And it was when my husband said, no, you stand out because of this. And I think it's because I have a really awesome memory and I genuinely love to connect with people. Like I really was that girl in high school getting in trouble for talking in class. I love it. I love learning about people and I don't hold back. I feel like it is my my brand and my show. I like to call it my live show. So yeah. when I'm doing it, I, I do what I feel is right in my core and that's connecting with people. And I think that um, a lot of the women that are watching me, I like to joke about it, but a lot of my customers are empty nesters and they're kind of looking for that friend or someone to fill maybe a void. And I'm that for them right on their phone every night and they come back for more. So um, I did not focus on branding in the beginning, but that is something that I'm really, really headstrong about right now. I always say that the clothing um, and my sales are a byproduct of what I gave them before yeah. that. And when I do trainings for my team or for LuLaRoe, that's what I tell them. Don't worry about your sales. Go connect with these people. Life is about like human connection, right? So right. if you can't connect with someone, how are you going to expect them to love what you love, which is the brand of clothing that I'm selling? So, yeah, that connecting and branding yourself is so important. Um, and I think it's different for everyone. But for me, it's just uh, tell, like I fill them in on my kids, on my husband. We're really healthy people. We give them health tips. It's not just mm. about the fashion. So it's kind of like a, a lifestyle brand. And then we sell the clothes and they're there and they love them. So I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's how you do it. Yes. So when it comes to let me ask you, are you just strictly when it comes to building your online platform? Are you just using Facebook Live right now uh, to to build your engagement are you doing anything else like a, like a podcast or youtube channel or are you just strictly just streamlining if through through this these facebook lives uh, i'm pretty strictly facebook live but that's growing right now yeah. my husband has been trying to strip um my videos and put them on youtube so if someone's looking like how to style a carly dress something we sell they can find that on youtube we're working on that 
Um, and I actually just connected with someone who does a lot of marketing and she's going to start doing other things for me and other avenues because I know I'm missing the boat in a lot of places. I just love something. I don't know. I'm comfortable with Facebook. It's what I really like, but I am, um, I have hired someone who knows more about other avenues. And I, I definitely think that Facebook should not be the only thing. Um, and I'm telling myself that right now. And my husband, if he's listening to this, is probably nodding his head. <laughs> he's been bugging and bugging me to um, do that. So we finally made that jump. But Facebook right now is my main yeah. avenue, and I hope to grow that. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. There, I have a, a school of thought when it comes to that. I, I always tell people that, you know, who are building personal brands, I think it's important to – and I'm glad you mentioned that you're right now leveraging Facebook Live because, <clears throat> excuse me, yes, yet you know that there's YouTube and there's Instagram TV where I know you would crush it. And eventually you're, you'll jump into those platforms as well. But I think it's there's something to say about an entrepreneur or a personal brand focusing on one platform. Like I love the fact that you just said Facebook Live is working. So I'm there and I'm putting all my energy into that. And I think that also alleviates the stress in this whole notion that a lot of people are saying that you have to be everywhere. Yes, ideally would be nice. A lot of these people have a team and they can do all that. But I think what you, what you're doing well, and I think your focus is that the fact that you're just focusing on Facebook Live, it's working, you're getting the engagement there. So you don't want to spread yourself too thin. I think once you get that going, which I seem like you've been doing it for a while, now you can kind of say, okay, well, what else can I do? Definitely I can see you on YouTube or, or do other things. But, um, and I'm saying this just to put context of what you just said for our listeners, because, uh, guys, if you're, if you're feel like you need to be everywhere, uh, because these influencers are telling you that's, I don't quite, subscribe to that philosophy because as you know like alexis you just focus on facebook live if you're a podcaster double down on the podcast if you're youtube once you get legs and, and you're you're running with that then you can kind of go into a different platform but just do do and double down what's what's working with you and just just focus on that and i think alexis you did it right i think that's the way to do it yeah, I I agree. I love that. Thank you. And I'm going to keep that in my mind. When I feel like I do need to be all these other places, just tell myself, no, right. perfect your craft where you're yeah. good at. And I know it's working on Facebook. So if it's right. working, I love what you said. Double down on that. That's exactly, yeah. exactly what I feel in my heart. And that's what we did. So cool. I love that. Absolutely. Like I said, you're crushing it. What are you currently struggling with, Alexa? It's like the biggest hurdle right now. You know, I feel like maybe not that I'm at a standstill growing my group. I have a group of over 9,000 people who have chosen to, you know, subscribe, but just um, maybe putting myself out there more. But it's it's more of time management because I love being a mom. And I know I could put in all these hours, but I also love being a mom more. So I would say you know, time management and where to focus my time. And we're working on that. Um, I have, I have people that work for me. Um, I actually have two people that work for me to do things that are non-income producing activities like shipping my packages and taking my pictures because we do, um, put album sales up in our group and allow people to shop that way. Because let's be honest, um, not all 9,000 people can watch a live sale when I'm live. Um, so we, yeah, I guess just time management is a really huge thing for me yeah. and putting my focus into the place where it's going to create the best um, outcome and, and revenue stream. And I'm, I'm figuring that out, you know, I, I guess you have to kind of 
fall along the way and then you, you figure things out that way. So yeah, I would say yeah. time management. And as far as like parenting are, are like you and your husband still doing the trade-offs with, with, uh, taking care of the kids or do you have like a nanny? How, how do you manage your time uh, being a mom and doing the work? So we, my husband is an amazing dad and he does a lot of, he helps me a lot. My older son is in school full time, so that helps. And we actually just this year put our three year old, he's almost four, mm -hmm. um, in a preschool half a day. So okay. that also really helps. Um, we did the nanny thing when he was really little. That's actually what helped. I, I, that helped me jumpstart to be able to have my own time. I did hire a nanny that was in our home but he's old enough now to talk so i think um sending him to school the littlest guy junior is what we call him um sending him to school and just allowing bobby and i to really get into our element together and not be a mom and dad for you know a couple hours a day has helped us a lot yeah but definitely you need some type of help with the kids because if you're not focused a hundred percent if you're kind of half mom half business it doesn't it's it that didn't work for me so Hiring some help was definitely our our yeah. way that we went with that. Is there any other advice that you would give to somebody who's listening right now who has kids, um, they're a parent, and they're trying to – they have a full-time job because you were there once, mm -hmm. and trying to, to build a business on the side. Uh, any advice on, on how to, um, to really, really excel and, and make that business dream happen? Um, I think balancing your, that's such a hard, that's a great question. That's a hard one. But for me, it was, you, you have to not feel bad, um, when you are working about putting a hundred percent of yourself into your work. Because for me, that was so short term where I'd have to be away from my little guy for a couple hours and he was with a nanny, um, kind of not passing off your mom or, or fatherly duties because you don't ever do that, but having that help there and focusing yourself, like set a schedule, right? And even if it's three days a week where I'm going to have, you know, three or four hours a day to focus just on your business. And I always reminded myself when I was doing that and I would feel bad, um, like I knew my goal and my dream. And now we're kind of living that where I get to be a mom whenever I want, but just taking that time in the beginning, putting in that work in the beginning, hiring some help, getting your kids in a preschool program, maybe at your church, um, and taking that time for yourself and not feeling bad about it. And then when you are with your kids, put your phone down and be 100% involved with them. And I yeah. think it's easier to do that when you gave 100% of yourself to your business and then you can put your phone down when you are with your kids because you feel fulfilled, you did your job, and now you're mom or dad. So, yeah, just really separating the two is, I think, really important um, to create something of your own. I know you mentioned that your husband, Bobby, helps you in the business now. Mm -hmm. um, how has that impacted your marriage, um, working with him side by side? Uh, what are your thoughts? I've heard different different stories from different uh, couples. There usually some that are very, it's very, could be very conflicting. And there's some that it's just like perfect. Uh, you know, any challenges, anything that has, that you have learned from, from working side by side with your husband um, on, on a know, business project? 
You know what? It's it's really brought us closer together. Um, I say we work because we're the opposite. Bobby is the most like chilled out person where Uh I'm a little bit (laughs) tightly wound. Um, And he's the he's the guy that I lean on. And I think he knows me better than I know myself. And I think that's like been a huge thing for us. But it's been awesome working together. We've grown together. We have the same vision. I think I feel like if you have someone just who you hire that works with you, they don't have that same drive and vision. Bobby and I really have that together. So for in my case, it has made our marriage actually stronger. And we yeah. get up in the morning and we're like, yay, you know, we get to be together. We have our moments, of course. Yeah. Um, and we play off that sometimes on our, our live shows and people know us. But Bobby is a really funny, relaxed guy. And he's also very, very smart. So he helps keep me on track. And as far as our marriage goes, I love it. I love yeah working with my spouse. I mean, I don't know if everyone would, but I do. And it's, it's yeah. really brought us closer. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It seems like you get to that perfect chemistry and, yeah. and, and balance each other out, which is, which is awesome when you find that in a partner for sure. Yes. So Alexa, so the Facebook uh, VIP community, which guys, uh, you can go to shot with Alexa.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing with, within the community. I know you, you got the fashion business going, but what is the community about and kind of what is your, your mission behind that? So um, the community, I, I say this, my business page, which is alexafreiler.com, is kind of like like the store. So if you walked into, you know, a big like Macy's. But then I say that the VIP community is like the dressing room. So this is like where people, I you like know, that. It's, yeah, it's more intimate. They get to know about me. It's like, hey, if you liked what you saw, come join us because this is where you're really going to get to know me. Um, we post, we, we do a lot of giveaways in there just to keep our customers happy and excited. But we, it's also a place, a safe place for these women, um, who may be struggling, maybe lonely. They post pictures of themselves and they get, you know, a hundred responses from people in the group saying how awesome they look advice, health tips we do. I like to uh, say if, and LuLaRoe is not going anywhere, by the way, there, it's an amazing, amazing company, but I like to ask myself, if LuLaRoe were to go away tomorrow, in my VIP group, would these people still be here? And that's the feel I want them to have, that they're there for us and that brand and this community, and they're all friends and they love it. So my focus in there is I love the the term building each other up because that's yeah. exactly what we do. Um, giving fashion advice and giving life tips. Like I did a, mm-hmm. a tutorial on how I curl my hair and I had like mm-hmm. all these people watching and that was only in my VIP group. I would never do that on my business page, right? Because I'm not a right. hair specialist, but it's things like that. So it's like the nitty gritty of our community and of my life, really. I post pictures of my kids. Um, and I ask them to do the same, like we share things back and forth. It's also the place where if you want to shop, um, instead of shopping my live sales, it's a place where they can shop albums and we do like really cute flat lay pictures on how to style an outfit. And if they want to buy that outfit, that's where they can do that. Um, but yeah, it's like we call it the dressing room of, I love that. of Alexa Freiler. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's just focusing on community. You mean, I mean, any, any business can go live and sell what they sell. Right. I think it's so cool when you can offer them a second piece to that, where it's just like, so true. come hang. Yeah. 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 You know what just it's popped up in mind, Alexa? If you were to 
to start and by the way you're doing everything right i mean i love the whole community element to the business i think it's so so important if, if if you were in 2018 right now to build a community like the community you have with uh, at shotwithalexa.com you know what would would you do something different were you using facebook ads i'm curious to know how did you reach them because one of the things that i get listeners um, they always ask me is you know i know i need to build a tribe but where do i find them do do i need to create content to organically bring them in do i need to do ads uh so that's my question to you because i know you started this back then when when facebook ads were i mean i think i believe you mentioned that you use facebook ads um and it was a kind of a hot thing now it seems like it, it's a lot of it's competitive uh and it's really really kind of hard to find your audience now. A lot of people struggle with that. Uh, I kind of want to get your thoughts on that. What would you do differently um, or the same if, if you were to do that right now in 2018? So what you said about the ads is it's very true. They were a hot thing. It was easy. You could run an ad for not so much money and you could reach all these people. Um, and I still run ads because I think that's such a, a an important element. Um, but running an, a correct ad or an ad that touches on someone that's going to like you. I always say just keep branding yourself. Like you can have the best products, but if people don't like you or they don't have a connection with you, yeah. they're probably not going to care. So I would, I wouldn't exactly do any, I think I would do it the same. I would just know that it's a little harder with the Facebook ads. Now I do think if you're not running ads, you are missing out though. Right. I think mm -hmm. Facebook rewards people who do run the ads, but also um, like that's why I love my business page because when I go live and I ask for that share, um, you can reward people for sharing your video. So even if you're not selling, but you're just trying to bring yourself, say you're you're a fitness guy and you want to um, you know start your own fitness plan, monthly fitness plan. Um, if you're going live and asking for that share and giving some really good content and someone sees you in their feed because their friend shared it, that's like what I call organic growth. And that's what I really focus on too. Um, I would have done more of that in the beginning. I didn't okay. used to go live for my business page. I only did it in my group and you had to be in my group to know I was even there, which is silly. You know, it's like go live from your business page, tell them who you are and then have that that group they can join but I would say keep hitting the ads trying different ad sets trying to reach a different crowd um, video ads have really really worked for me just saying who I am or styling a, a piece really quick and then um, asking your friends see when you make a when you create a community and you create this trust asking for them to share who you are is a lot easier than when you're just there and you don't really connect with your audience so connect with your audience is a huge thing for me. Run those ads and then ask them to have their friends come and see who you are too. Right. That's that's what I do, um, and and I love it. it. We've been growing. That's why I say we we've been growing organically. Like those nine thousand people. Yes, I pay for. I have paid for and still do pay for Facebook ads. But I want to say half of those people, if not more, found me through a friend. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. A friend and also your content, your consistency of creating yes. content. Yes. Yes. You, know? you have to be consistent with content. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And yeah. And that's what I'm seeing. That's why guys uh, and everything will be linked up, of course, in the show notes. Uh, but you have to see. And, and this is the, that's the reason why I ask is, again, it's, it's a challenge now trying to find the audience just because it's just so saturated and it's so competitive these days. Right. Especially like in the fitness and in the fashion. But right. what I love what you did is. Um, 
that's really smart, guys, if, if you guys pay attention to what she's doing, is that she's using she's using native platforms to leverage her message, meaning that she is using Facebook Live within Facebook, of course, to leverage her 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 content and her business instead of bringing in YouTube and bringing in a podcast and trying to bring it into to Facebook. She's going internal. And Facebook loves that and I'm sure is rewarding her heavily for using the Facebook Live to, to do that. So, again, be strategic and think of creative ways to be able to utilize these different social media platforms uh, to your advantage by going internal. So if you're in YouTube, you know, there's YouTube Live, Instagram, Instagram TV. So think of that way instead of trying to bring different platforms because I know Facebook is not a, a big fan of YouTube, right? Alexa, I don't know if you need Right. <laughs> yes, I do so, know that. <laughs> so. Yes. And, um, and you know what? Maybe maybe that is why you just talking about that, maybe that's why I want to say Facebook has rewarded me. People yeah. get scared of the algorithms, and I tell them, you guys, if you just treat Facebook exactly what they created it for. Play by the rules, a, kind of, right? Yep. Yeah, play by the rules, mm -hmm. and they want it to be a connection, a human-to-human -human yes. connection, not sales. That can be a byproduct, but if you focus on that community, they're like, yeah. okay, you're good. Here you go. Let's give you more people. Let's put your, your content out there. Let's show it to the world, and, and that's like always been my focus because it's really what I like. That's why I say I'm like, I'm in my element. I'm definitely found my sweet spot because I wake up in the morning and I'm like excited about what I'm doing. And I think, I don't know, it's just awesome. But yeah, these platforms are amazing. And I love what you said. I actually cannot wait to tell Bobby, like, just keep hitting it hard on the one that you're doing great at. Yeah. And that for me, it's Facebook. So well, girl, you inspire me, and uh, I know you'll, you'll definitely be an inspiration to our listeners. Uh, AlexaFryler.com and then ShotWithAlexa.com. Everything will be linked up in the show notes. Really, guys, um, I always say when you when you listen to these podcasts and when you go on YouTube and listen to these influencers uh, spitball their ideas and their motivation and inspiration, um, that's great. But the way to really internalize it and, and implement is by really watching these amazing influencers and people like Alexa, you know, just watch what they do and, and watch how they kind of strategically position their brand and their business and different platforms and, and, and watch them do work their magic. And it's there. The blueprint is there. I think what it is is a lot of people caught up in tactics and strategies uh, when in actuality, it's all about being simple and attacking one platform. Uh, one piece of content at a time and building your audience that way organically like you did it. So props to you, Alexa, for rocking Thank it out. You. Super special. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Absolutely. This is a great conversation. Thank you so much for, for making my day much, much better. Uh, and I'm looking forward to definitely staying in touch in the future and watching your progress. Uh, Thank you. On Facebook. Absolutely. All right, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, AlexaFryler.com. Uh, go check her out. Uh, you will definitely dig her content and everything that she is doing and representing. And of course, her mission to empower women through fashion. It's beautiful. So, Thanks again. This was such a great opening uh, conversation interview, uh, getting back behind the mic and connecting with other people. So hope you enjoyed it. Of course, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to drop a comment down below in the show notes. And of course, you can find me at on Twitter at ThinkOzeal. Shoot me a tweet. And also, I'll make sure I'll link up everything with uh, Alexis' uh, social media. So if you want to shoot her a tweet and ask her any questions, uh, you can hit her up as well. All right, guys, that's it. I'm out. Uh, have a great weekend. Remember to give yourself permission to do something that lights you up today. 
Till next time, peace and one love. Hey, my friend, I want to thank you for listening. If you dig the show, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and anywhere else you can find us. And if you're feeling super generous right now, would greatly appreciate if you head over to iTunes and leave us a review. This helps us reach a bigger audience. So thank you. I promise to continue giving you valuable, empowering content to help you elevate your entrepreneurial journey. Remember, the only permission needed is the one you give yourself. Till next time, peace and one love.